Yeah, good morning, guys. It's Pastor Chris. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, we had a, a beautiful time at the Soul Revival Biker Church and again on Sunday morning at the Redeemed Church. Today is uh, week 24, day one, and I'll be talking about the Lord knows what's right. And, uh, you know, you guys have to forgive me. I don't make no bones about it. Some of the words in the Bible are the names are hard to pronounce or the towns are hard to pronounce and and I got a lot of it to read this morning in this one scripture and uh, so I may mess up a little bit so I'll ask you to forgive me but let's first go to the Lord in prayer dear heavenly father Lord we just thank you for another day to rise another day to serve you Lord I just thank you for loving me and allowing me to love you back and Lord I just pray that you'll get us through this day and help us to be a light to others and let our walk be louder than our talk. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. So we're going to be reading uh, Job 42 and um, it's out of uh, it's kind of 7 through 10 to start with. We'll get into a little bit deeper uh, verses here in just a minute. But it said, The Lord said to Elphazia the Temanite, my wrath is aroused against you and your two friends. For you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Elphus, Terminite, Temanite, my bad, and Bildad, the Shuite, and Zophar, the Nomorite, went and did as the Lord commanded them. For the Lord had accepted Job, and the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. You see, guys, there's two key thoughts here in these verses. First, the Lord rebuked Job three comforters. God's wrath was kindled against them. Why? Well, they spoke wrongly of God and of Job. They did more to damage Job's spirit than the actual devil himself. When Satan had done his worst, it could still be written. And all this, Job did not sin with his lips. And you can read that one in Job, the second chapter, 10 verse. But as the three friends pounded their pious misrepresentation of both God and Job, the poor sufferer was driven to discouragement in his spirit. And you can read about that in chapter 16, verse 2, and 17, verse 1. All the way down to verse 2. Then verse 19, 2, and 3. And it said, you know, mark this in your heart. Satan has no more dangerous tool than those who under um, the, the misrepresentation of pity in the name of religious orthodox offer false comfort or give untrue impressions of God. You gotta watch who you hang around, guys. I keep talking about that and I keep talking about that. Um... Like, I mean, just like I said, Satan, he has no more dangerous tools than those who, who under the, the, the false presentation of pity, 
uh, and in the name of religious orthodoxy offer false comfort or give untrue impressions of God. We've got a lot of that going on today. People are suffering right now. And these people are spreading the lies and they are uh, defiling the gospel and, and breaking it down. So be careful. Fact check. You see, it's far better being silent in the presence of suffering than it is to be saying anything wrong or doctrinally incorrect. I've been studying a lot on this. And then second, the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when Job prayed for his friends. Job's release did not come by defending himself. But, you know, it was prayer that brought the miracle. Prayer is vital. It is the vital access in the spiritual life of any Christian, individual, or church. There can be no genuine spiritual revival where there is no prayer. Is that not what Jesus said in Matthew 5, 44-46? We are to love our enemies, bless those who curse us, do good to those who hate us, and pray for those who persecute us. Job prayed for his friends, and that brought about the real turning point. His liberation came not when he prayed for himself, but when he prayed for others. You know, when I earnestly pray for others, my intercession not only brings blessings to them, it boomerangs back and blessings upon me. It's not about me. It's about others and glorifying God. Trust God and see what a difference he will make. You know, guys, most of Paul's letters were written to churches. He was speaking to the church as a whole. He didn't call out individuals. He was telling them what they needed to all be doing, every one of them. And we have to remember that and remember that God's word is for all of us, not just some of us. And that's why we have to share it with others. That's why I have this discipleship program, is to share the gospel with others so that we can learn, just like today. We hopefully have learned that praying for others will bless us just as much as them. So that's pretty much what we got this morning, um, is just remember... Poor old Job and how his friends bashed him, how they bashed God. But then Job still prayed for him, and that was when his miracle happened. So that's the summary. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord, help me think like you. Help me remember your love. Help me to show your compassion and be sensitive not only to those who are kind, but also to those who are unkind. That's a hard one, Lord. Give me the grace to forgive others and to be an ambassador for Christ. Help me pray for others knowing you will take care of me. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. 
Alright guys. Monday. Mm. But you know what? We're going to make it a great day. Because we're going to refuse to let this devil steal our joy. We are going to rebuke the devil today in Jesus' name. That he has no dominion over our life and no authority. And we're going to go on out and we're going to have a great day. We're going to make it a great day. And just remember, God loves you. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.